Welcome to episode two of Swish Media. I'm here with Colin. Hello. Back with Colin. And uh, we have a special guest today. Who's our... Our guest today is Brian Halsey. Official uh, Alberta's Golden Bear player. He's a Golden Bear, yes. He is a Golden Bear. He is... uh, He was a member of the 19... I'm going to guess 87 to 91 Golden Bears. Is that right, Brian? Pretty close. Well, you know, I played for five years, actually, so it was 87 to 92. 87 to 92. And if any of those who don't know, the University of Alberta is at Edmonton, and that's a university, and that's uh, he was a Golden Bear. So that's relevant because we're going to talk basketball today, and we know Brian loves yeah. NBA, and we're gonna you're going to ask him about uh, other stuff, and we might even have a random subject, right? Maybe. Maybe. Well, just, just you know, there's actually, I'll say a couple more things, too. So, uh, Bo, you may not be aware of this, but, you know, me and your dad have played basketball against each other and together for a really long time, too. So, mm-hmm. we actually were on different high schools, but we played against each other in high school. Uh, our high school teams played each other. And then, uh, you know, we played a lot of pickup basketball throughout the years. And, and both of us have kind of stayed in pretty good shape, so we both played a lot of basketball. Now, it's too bad that, that um, we're not actually, like, you know, able to physically play now because you guys live in Newfoundland. We live in Alberta still, um, but we can talk about what's going on in the NBA. I'm actually really excited to talk about it because there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Certainly. All right. All right. Anyway, let's let's get started. Yay. Okay. So I we asked this last episode, but I want to ask. So Brian, who's your winning team? Who's the team that you think is, is going to win this season? Yeah. You know what? I I would think. Um, Probably it's going to be Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, that, that's not my favorite team, but that's probably the team I think is going to win. I think they have the best chance. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. But when I well, I said this last time again, there uh, I was talking about how the Milwaukee Bucks are good in the regular season, but then when it comes to the playoffs, there always seems to be a team that's able to lock them down, and then they're able to like um, you know get rid of them before they get to the finals. Which and we haven't seen we haven't seen like Giannis Milwaukee. Uh, Giannis is Milwaukee in the finals yet, so we don't really know how well they would play in that. So, like, what, I, I mean, I see what you mean. Like, they've got a pretty, they've got a lot of, like, they got Chris Middleton, they have Giannis, they have all these players that are pretty, that are really good. But again, like, you know, there's a lot of teams that can that can take care of them at uh, in the regular season. So that's that's my opinion. Well, yeah, and, and fair enough, and, and certainly what you're saying has been what we've seen in the last few years. Uh, what happens, though, they're a young team, and, um, you know, I think they're up and coming. They're, they're getting better every year, and certainly is, I, I think there's probably going to be a year where they break out, and I think this is probably the year. And uh, in the East, of course, with Kawhi leaving the Raptors now, uh, I don't know who's going to stop them. Like, in the East, my favorite team, I like the Raptors too, but I, I think I actually like Boston the best in the East. Like, I would probably pick Boston if I had to pick a team. But I don't see them probably beating Milwaukee. Yeah, I don't see Boston beating. Like they're good with Jason Tatum and Kemba and and all these players, but but I still think yeah, Milwaukee's better than Boston and uh, and stuff. So I got a question for Uncle Brian. Given that we grew up together in the same same time, if you had to pick, if you had to draft a player in, for your team, and I gave, only gave you Magic or Bird, who would you pick? Magic. Oh yeah, I said Magic too. Yeah, I, I I hadn't even thought about it, and Bo said to me, "Who's your who's your favorite player and who's your favorite?" I I'd say, I think it's the Lakers. I don't know that the Lakers are my favorite team, but I definitely I think Magic. Yeah. Magic, yeah. So he's, he's probably my favorite player of all time. 
I think, like, Magic and Bird are similar in certain ways and then, like, totally different. Like, Magic was a really good passer and stuff, and he was a really good, you know, as a point guard, he did a really good job. Yeah. But then Bird was, like, you know, shooting percentage and and his, like... And the way then the way he was able to to you know get some really good uh, open shots that he could do it's just it's like it, it depends on what aspect makes a player uh, yeah. better than the other. Okay, here I got a question. I got a question for you guys now. I'm gonna ask both of you guys this question. Give me your top five all time, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you who wins between your two top fives. How okay. Do you, okay. Okay. So so Brian, Brian, you're our guest, so you go first. Who's your top five all time? Okay, so here's what I would say: top five players. You mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, five. let me let okay, me say let me team. let me say. Hold on, hold on. You make your top five starting lineup. So it may not be yeah. the top five best players all time, yeah. but it needs to be your top five starting lineup. Oh, I totally got it. Yeah, I'm on this. So I don't. I have a team. I don't think anybody could beat them. So I'd start with Michael Jordan, of course. Yeah. Who I actually think is is probably the greatest player of all time. I think he's better than Magic Johnson. But I would put Magic Johnson on that team too. So I have Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, and LeBron James. Okay, and I need a big guy, so I'm going to pick Shaq. And then I'm going to pick Steph Curry. Ooh. But where would you put Steph Curry if you're putting Magic Johnson at, at point guard? Where where do you put Steph Curry? You know, it doesn't actually matter. They have four guys that could bring the ball up. Probably I'd, I'd get Magic to bring the ball up most of the time on that team. Um, it doesn't matter. They The way those guys, those guys would play together well, they would all figure out how to play together. Okay. All right. So Curry, Magic. LeBron, Shaq, and, Shaq, and who is his fifth? And uh, Michael Jordan. Oh, and Jordan, yeah, of course. Yeah, Jordan. Okay, all right. Okay, Bowling mine. So, yeah, Jordan, LeBron, Jordan, LeBron, and then I, for my big man, I think I want somebody who can really, who's like really good. I, I, I think I'm gonna pick Kareem as my big man because I. There's just, I, it seems like the a bad decision, but I, I feel like. That putting Kareem there would instead of putting the dominant Shaq there, I feel like Kareem would do like a do a good job, but he wouldn't be too dominant that he'd be taking away the ball, you know. Okay. And then for point guard, I I'm I'd probably put uh probably put Steph Curry there. So you got Steph, Jordan, LeBron, uh, Kareem. Kareem, and who's your who's your fourth? Oh, fifth. Fifth. Uh, I'm not sure. I think. You know, I'm just going to put Magic on there because that's the last... Per- all right, all right. Yeah. So the really the only difference... The, so your only difference is, is Kareem. Kareem versus Shaq. Yeah. That You know what is interesting? I, I'm going to say that, that would be, it'd be interesting because Shaq is more, it would be more dominant than Kareem, but Shaq's got a big ego, so that's a lot of egos on one team, so I don't know. But Yeah, I, I mean, Kareem had one too. So here's what I would say about that. Because of the guys he's playing with, um, like Kareem would actually be on my second team. And I'd put Hakeem Olajuwon on my second team as well, and Kobe, and Bird, and, uh, oh, who's my point guard? Anyway, so I think that team with LeBron and Jordan and Steph Curry and uh, Magic needs more inside defense and and strength, and that's what Shaq would give them. So they're actually kind of a team, I'm thinking a team-wise. But Kareem would be on my second team for sure. Along with Bird and Kobe and Hakeem Olajuwon, and uh, I'm trying to think of who my point guard would be. I'll come back to that. Well, that's it. That'd be an interesting. Actually, that'd be almost a fun, more fun way to do it is to have pick your starting five, and then you have to pick your next starting five and chase off those two because Jerry West would be my fifth guy on my Jerry second West. team. Just in, yeah. Anyways, okay. All right. What's next? What's, what's the next topic, Bill? 
Um, I was gonna say, what do you think, what team do you think has possible trading options that can make them a better team? Like, take, like, the, what, what you think is probably the worst team in the league, and, and, like, say, okay, what's their best trading option to get them to a better team, you know? You mean, like, you What mean would like, be their best way to, to become a better team? Oh, I see. Like, well, let's just pick a team. Who's yeah. the worst team? Like, well, it depends. Uh, we all have opinions on who would be the worst team. That's true. I think the Pelicans. I uh, like a lot. A few years ago, the I would have chosen the Pelicans. Oh my God, that's easy. Get rid of get rid of Zion. Load up. No, I think a few years ago I would have gotten. I would have chosen the Pelicans. But now that they have Ball, they have Ingram, they have the Zion, they have all these new players that yeah. are really making it a better team. And now it's not really the bad team of the league anymore. Okay. So um. I'm not sure. What? Who do you think is the best, the worst team? The worst team? Oh man, I don't know. That's not something I look. Oh, it's. I know who it is right now. It's, it's the Warriors. The Warriors. Are yeah. The oh yeah, the Warriors is okay, sucky. Okay, so that's the question. Warriors. We're assuming the Warriors are the worst team. What should the Warriors do, Uncle Brian, to become a, a contender? Uh, yeah, contender. A meaningful team. Um, just wait. <laughs> yes. Guys, will heal up. Yeah, just be, wait, Mike. I don't know if they're ever going to be as good as they were before. I mean, probably um, not. They lost Durant, didn't they? They lost Kevin Durant. Yeah, they Durant. lost Durant. He's now at Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's tough because, like, you know, for any team in that situation that you've been the greatest team and you got some injuries, you got guys coming back now. Well, you know, I don't know of those guys. I don't know if Steph and Clay and Draymond are really going to be able to, to win a championship again. But if they come back and they're healthy, they'll be good again. But, you know, should the Warriors trade those guys? I mean, uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's always a tough thing because they they're they're well known in that place. And if they could get, if they could attract, like, they're probably going to get a good draft pick. So I don't know who's available in the draft. They haven't paid much attention to it, but they might be able to get a solid player in the draft that they could, you know, then build around getting Steph back and Clay back and Draymond back. Um, they, they haven't tended to really need a great center to win with those guys, but um, if they could get a, a solid big man like somebody like Rudy Gobert on that team. Would be awesome, or like uh, you know, like Embiid if he could if he could play with those guys. I don't know if Demarcus Cousins was the Cousins was the guy who's going to play well with those guys. Uh, I don't I don't know if he's still with the team either. I'm down on Boogie. Uh, I'm not was, a Boogie Cousins fan. He's he's uh he he just traded to Lakers. I'm pretty sure this year Is he? or something okay. like that because he's uh, he's no longer on uh, he's, he's no longer on the Warriors, and I'm pretty sure I've seen him on on Lakers roster. So right. You know. All right, so that's the strategy. There you go. Just wait. But it out. the other thing is, when you think it, it, um, having these, having all these stars, would it be take? Would it be a good risk? Like a good taking a good risk to trade them out to see if you could get better players back and like mm. better, like take fresher players, some that have been drafted r- recently instead of. You know, instead of these, the guys, they're starting to get tired and stuff. Yeah, you, can, you can even tell. Like, not old, but Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's another strategy. And it's, it's hard, to, you know, like, you've seen in the past, teams have done that. And sometimes they've succeeded. And sometimes the team has just kind of not gone anywhere. And, you know, to trade Steph or Clay, you probably get something good for those guys. Um, and they, they, in a new environment, they, they, it's hard to say what will happen because they're going to be older and stuff. But, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a viable strategy. Yeah, uh, sometimes the fans don't don't like that because they feel attached to the guys like there's an awful lot of people in San Francisco who love Steph Curry and they love Clay Thompson and they even love Draymond Green. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, if you trade away these players 
to like to the whole NBA, these players like a lot. You like I can tell that a lot of GMs and stuff like that have been like looking for players who have won championships. Like okay, let's bring them on so they can let us let us win championships. Yeah. And so like, would that be something that that uh, Golden State could just say like yeah? But like in in the back of their minds, they're kind of thinking like, do we really? Are they really gonna bring us a championship? Or is Trey? I think you gotta go one way or the other. Like I mean, it's tough to get to the point to win a championship. The fact that those guys did it in the past means potentially they could do it in the future. They probably need more more guys, but then you could maybe draft him or trade for him. Like they had some other pieces um, that they lost too. Like you know, Andre Iguodala was huge for them, and, and then Sean Livingston is retired. So those guys were big pieces that. You know, they weren't the stars of the limelight, but they came off the bench and they played really well, and they've lost yeah. those guys. So some good vets that they that they don't have anymore. Um, so they could fill those pieces with younger guys, you know, probably through the draft or, or through getting some other acquisitions um, and and become a better team. But it's, it's, it's hard to say. Like, I mean, it's really hard to become a champion. There's so many other great up-and-coming teams. But yeah. I think you go either either way. Like, either you either try and build around the vets and keep them, or you, you get rid of everybody and try and trade for some better other different players, younger guys. And I think either strategy is viable. Either strategy could work. Uh, if it was me, I would probably hang on to the guys because I feel like a loyalty generally to people like that, like in a situation like that. Like, I don't think Steph or Clay or Draymond want to leave San Francisco. Not really. You know, they probably all want to stay. Like, if you got a guy who wants to leave, then then that's then, kind of a no brainer. You say, oh, we're going to rebuild. But but all those three guys are, are really solid, good guys, and they like each other legitimately. They like playing with each other. They felt like they, they had success and they achieved success. And they probably feel like they could do it again once they get everyone back, you know, yeah. and reset. And yeah. the other thing is, like, the um, this is for other teams that only end up in, like, the eighth spot when the, when the playoffs come. It seems to, like the, you would think that the confidence boost at the fact that you barely just made it starts to kind of lower a bit. Like, oh, my God, we could have missed it, but we just made it on the eighth right. spot, you know. So does, like, do we ever, do we, ver- do we, is it common for an eighth place, for an eighth place to go up and win? Like, you know. Yeah, pretty uncommon. Pretty exactly, and is that is that because of confidence? Like, is it like, oh, we barely just made it, like, kind of, you know, get they're less motivated the second they they didn't really do well in the season, or is it just a, uh, the teams are actually really just bad and they just ended up in that? I think it's yeah, there's teams a lot of bad. factors. That's one other thing I mentioned, too, is generally the eighth team uh, won't get home court advantage, right? And, and home court advantage is big in the playoffs. But it'll be interesting because this year they're all playing in the bubble. Yeah, so, that's true. So that's home true. court doesn't really matter, unless it, I don't think so. Yeah, I think it doesn't. Well, actually, and, they uh, are changing home courts. Like you can see sometimes. Like I saw a Raptors game and there was a Raptors symbol instead of just like the NBA. So I'm pretty sure they are kind of including like uh, like and they'll they'll let they'll only let certain people on the calls. Like they'll only let Raptors fans and like one or two or opponent team fans onto the call so that it Don't you think don't you think that the the quality of the fi- of the playoffs should be better because no one's traveling so people won't be tired of traveling. Oh, I, don't, I yeah. think it is better. I a lot more players are energetic and they seem yeah. to be a lot uh, like and also fouls. Have you like the fouls seem to appear a lot more now. They're more fouling? Yeah, I don't Maybe. is it just me or is there, is there more fouls? I think it's just you. I don't know. You know what I think? There seems to be less complaining. Actually, guys just want to play, and I, I think it's probably because they've gone through this 
weird sort of post-apocalyptic thing where they didn't have basketball for three three months or something, right? Yeah. And they're probably just all super happy to be playing again. Like at first, guys like LeBron were saying, "I'm not going to play with no fans," but then it's like, well, if the choice is no ball at all or play with no fans, yeah. you know, you still, get, you still get your TV revenues, you still get that kind of stuff, and people are still watching. So I think they're all on board to play now, and and because of they're probably getting reduced salaries and, and that sort of thing, but they're all just happy to be there. And because of that, they're not complaining. There's, I, I haven't seen guys really complaining about the refs or refereeing or stuff. They're, they're just playing hard, it seems like, and just out there, which is refreshing. Yeah, it's, it's nice yeah, to see the players aren't as, like, like, you know, with rejections that used to happen where people were, you know, the players were, like, getting really mad and they would get rejected from the game or something. Yeah, yeah, there's you, not as much of that. You don't, yeah, you yeah. don't see that a lot yeah. anymore because, you know. Okay, I got I to, gotta, can I throw in a random topic? Or do you want to keep talking basketball? I've got a random topic. I can't wait to to, to, to Okay, share. fine, random topic. You ready for it? Every as a, a, a thing of our podcast is we put in random topic, which is usually is me. Before you, up before you do that, Colin, before you do that, yeah, but, I want to ask you, what's your top five players? Because my you never... top five players. Um, well, top well top five, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. My top five. I'm just gonna go off the top of my head. I think uh, um, I'm gonna go. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Oscar Robertson. I'm gonna go Oscar Robertson Jordan. I'm gonna go Oscar Robertson Jordan. I'm gonna go John Stockton, uh, Shaq, and LeBron. That's my top five. Because here, here's my thinking: is that between Oscar Robertson and Jordan, like that's enough of a team. They can score all the points right there. And you got Stock- John Stockton's gonna get them the ball everywhere exactly where they want it. And then you got Shaq, who's just gonna be a beast down below. And uh, actually, I should probably—I I think I would change that. Actually, I would—I pr- would pick like a Carl Malone or somebody who's a—I would just basically want two hot scorers and two beasts underneath and an amazing point guard. That's what I would want. So I'm going to change that. I would say—I'll just say Carl Malone. I have no idea if I would lose every game, but that's just what I would say. I, I think that team would would definitely win an NBA championship in just yeah, about any year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, but I think if I had to choose my team against one of your guys, is I don't know. I think I'd lose. Yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, you know what? Like uh, that—that's as good a team as any. Like I would, uh, the, you, you take your top fifty guys or whatever, and and probably you could, you could, even the bottom five. Like those guys could could potentially be like. Like there was a story about the dream team in nineteen ninety two. I guess they 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 went and like you know the greatest players of all time they had Magic Bird, <coughs> Jordan, yeah. Malone, Stockton, and they went and they played a scrimmage against um, kind of the best U.S. college college players. <coughs> it was like Bobby Hurley and stuff. Yeah, and the college players beat them, and it was it was a closed gym, and it was a good thing because uh, that would have been like it it didn't make the news actually they weren't nobody they were like. And, and the college guys agreed, too, after the game. They're like, you know what? Uh, we're not going to tell anyone about this because we don't want to promote the fact that somebody could actually beat this team because they're supposed to be the greatest team of all time. Wow. Now, that's a, like that's probably one in a hundred occurrence. Like, if they played a hundred times, probably the NBA guys would, would have won 99 of the hundred games. But they just so happened. To, and it was because they're all stars, and they, they maybe didn't play together well, right? Uh, and they, they got their act together quickly, though, because they're great, great players, and they, they can learn how to play together. And they didn't lose a game after that. Yeah. But it just goes to show you. So, like, like that team I pick, you know, if they weren't on that day, like, you know, uh, certainly, the, and there's been, like, back in the day, John Stockton had games where he outplayed Magic, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Oscar Robertson, yeah, hard to say how he would do in a different era, but I mean, the guy was the greatest player of his era, almost. Like, he was fantastic, right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, here we go. Random topic. Ready? Okay, so this is my question is, what's the least interesting, well-known fact about yourself, and what's the least known interesting fact about yourself? So what I'll is- give you an example. I'll give you an example. The least interesting, well-known fact about me is that I have red hair. Okay, that's... It's yeah. completely irrelevant. It's completely boring. People always talk about it. My nickname is Red. It's like the least interesting... It's the least interesting, interesting thing about me. I think the most interesting thing about me that most people don't know is that I really love math, and I think math is like jazz, and math is like... is like defines the universe, so it's pretty cool. So that's my story. Okay. So, so over, over to you, Uncle Brian. Okay. Well, let's see. So something that's... The least interesting fact about me that's well known, right? Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, boy, I, I'm tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess that counts as the least. In- no, nobody. Really it's not that interesting, but it's but it's true and it's well known. You can just it's look well at me. Known. It's, it's, I guess my red hair is not that interesting, really. Maybe I, I, that was a kind of. Uh, okay. All right. And what's what's a super interesting thing that almost nobody knows about you? I might have to. I might have to offer this up because you're maybe too humble to say it. Okay. So, uh, I would say the most interesting thing, the most interesting thing that most people wouldn't know about you is that you are like fant. Uh, uh, what's the word? You're uh, not obsessed. You're like well versed in quantum physics. You have a huge passion for quantum physics. Okay, okay. if you say so. <laughs> you've read a lot, you've read a lot of books about quantum physics but yeah I guess so but, but you know what actually recently my dad and I have been having a lot of conversations about cosmology not oh. not so much quantum physics but like about the structure of our galaxy and then we have this thing called the local group of galaxies there's like 80 galaxies and those are all kind of moving together they're in, they're in a gravitational field together right and what what it seems like is our universe is composed of these groups these clusters of galaxies and the clusters of galaxies are all moving apart from each other and not only are they moving apart but they're the speed at which they're moving apart is accelerating so it's 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 hard to imagine and there's there's like they figure there's like 10 10 million of these clusters my god you know i know and it's it's absolutely crazy and there's um they don't really know why they're moving apart like because they figure well, gravity holds stuff together. That's what seems to be the case. And even like this group of 80 galaxies that we're a part of, that the Milky Way is a part of, those are all kind of moving together and rotating around each other. And and, and probably eventually, like in billions of years, are all, are all joined together into a giant black hole or something like that. Yeah. Um, but, but for some reason, all the galaxy clusters are moving apart, which is weird. And they figure that out through like... Um, they get light from distant galaxies, so they get like a redshift if it's moving away from them, if from us. And and it, it's weird because all the galaxies that are further away, the further away they are, the f- the, the faster they're moving away from us. Wow! But you, you knew that, Colin. I'm sure you did. Dude, no. This is why I'd say it's the most interesting thing that most people don't know about you. Is that you know way more than me. I, I know. Uh, I would uh, say I know. I know lots of stuff. But that's not something I'm... Uh... You know what? I, I knew more last year. I was more in tune with this last year. I was reading way more. I read like uh, 
Sapiens, and I read a whole bunch of uh, fantastic right. books about the origin of the, of the universe and stuff. But I didn't know that, anyways. Well, so, so like just one thing about it is like so what what they're saying is that it seems like like when it's, when they say space is expanding, right? So there's actually more space getting created, and now space is kind of nothing. It's kind of empty, but at the same time, it it actually contains some energy, like some potential energy, kind of. Mm-hmm. And they call that dark energy. And oh, so hey, what's you were going talking on about this. Were you just talking about? Oh, you were talking about the dark web, not dark energy. Dark web. Yeah, never mind. Well, just just let me let me finish this just a little bit more. So it seems like there's more and more dark energy being created, and they don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. And and what what that means is like so the further away something is from us, the quicker it's moving away from us. But it's because space is being created in between us and, and that thing. And space is like stretching or something like that. And so things that are so far away from us are actually moving away from us at greater than the speed of light, which is completely bizarre. Right? And, and because, Brian, the thing is, yeah. um, it like there's, and when you think about it, there's stuff like in 19, let's say you think back to 19, like 40 or something. There were so many things they didn't know compared to what we know now. That's true. Right? But then you think, so then in the future, there's so many things that we didn't know that they're going to know in the future, probably. So, like, you start to think, what like, what could we not know? And I'm sure people in 1940 thought, what could we not know? Like, what, what, what is, what is possible right. not to know? But then it ends up being, oh, there's a lot more that we don't actually know about, you know? Like, we could be... Totally wrong about something, but yes, right. You know, absolutely, absolutely. Well, we're we're scratching the surface, but they're, they they do they get more and more sure of certain things over time, right? So the observation that everything's moving away from us is is pretty solid. What they don't know is why, and if for that matter, nobody really understands why gravity is the way it is. You know, like yes. Einstein's theory explains it. It explains how it works. It doesn't explain why it is the way it is. Mm-hmm. And all these fundamental things, you know, like why does space expand? That's, if there's no matter in space, it seems like space expands. You know, why does it do that? It's like the opposite of what you would expect. But apparently that's what it does. That's interesting. Yeah, that's cre- That's that becomes quite mind-boggling, and I think I need to... But you're right, well, maybe someone will figure all this out eventually. You yeah. know, it, it probably, you know, it'd be, it'd be interesting to know in 100 years. I hope to be around, but I'm sure I won't be. Maybe you'll be around, Bo. <laughs> well, you know, you know, you never know when they'll invent the new way to to be immortal. You know, so that's like, true. It, Do you think there's a there's, think there's a parallel between knowledge and phys- the physical universe? Like, our knowledge continues to expand, and we, the more you learn, the more there is to learn, and so does the universe. Do you think that? If you me- think about it, if the universe is expanding faster than we can like discover things yeah then wouldn't we never really discover like unless it stops expanding wouldn't we never discover anything everything everything oh absolutely yeah it's kind of crazy to think about that's that's true so all we can say is like what we can actually observe right and also and 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 there's there, there could be other parts of the universe we can't see and eventually actually so this is the thing too is that there's parts that we can currently observe that they say eventually we won't be able to observe, like in billions of years. And eventually all we're going to be able to observe is our own local cluster of 80 galaxies and that we won't see the other the other clusters because they'll just be have drifted off in space and they'll be drifting off faster than the speed of light so we won't ever see them. Yeah. 
And, uh, and just to close it off, I'm going to tell you the one thing that's very interesting that's not interesting about me. Okay, good. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Oh, admit, yeah, but you got to tell us both ways, right? Both ways. Yeah, and so, the interesting thing that not many people know about me is I really, really don't, do not dig um, when, I, I really dig projects, sorry. I really dig making projects. Right. Which sounds boring. Yeah, it sounds boring, mm. but it's it's it, I in it, it like it's interesting. You like making new projects. I love projects. All right. Like, well, like, so the podcast is maybe one of your projects. Yes, I love. I love. That's that. a good point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. And then the very known thing. Not boring at all. Actually, I'm I'm honored that you guys asked me to come here. Is uh, probably that I'm a very talkative person. That's the least interesting thing that everybody would say about you. Yeah. 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 Is that is that really what everyone would say about you? That you're really when talking? like when I'm comfortable talking to a person, like when oh, I've yeah, yeah, when I I've known yeah, them, yeah, like yeah. when I've known them for a long time, that I'm very talkative with them. So that's... I think what you're experiencing is that thing is it is it's kind of, kind of a nervousness, common nervousness thing and stuff. So, anyways, well that's really cool. I'm glad you guys all played along in that my random segment. I like it's it's thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So anyways, you I could think of something about myself. So. Yeah, okay. Thank you for being here, Brian. Well, we hey, you're welcome, guys. Thanks be, for thanks for having be, me. I feel honored that you have me. So you might be back another time, but uh, yeah, we're like, yeah. You know what? Anytime, you guys. Yeah, anytime. You probably want to have different guests on, yeah, but yeah, I, anytime you want. You know, we don't have to have a podcast to talk. We could just do this. Although it's interesting that you know what, um, because you're doing a podcast, I find that the, somehow the conversation is is probably at a very good level maybe it's because it's kind of like directed you know, maybe we thought about what we we're going to talk about before we did it so yeah yeah good job for, for sure okay all right well have a good see you man and we'll see you maybe on episode uh, 500 or 200 or <laughs> okay thank you for listening to um oh, to... one more thing i gotta give a shout out you guys gotta listen to xander's record oh xander Hol- xander halsey dam and what's he give it give a shout out to his band what's his band well, it's him and his buddy Nolan. So they're called uh, uh, Entry Model. Entry Model. Okay, okay. all right. We'll put. We'll on put Spotify. It in the, we'll put it in the show notes. That's what we'll do. Yeah, they're really. It's really good. Like you got to listen to it. It's only three songs, but uh, it's like techno. It's it's dub techno music. Okay, Interesting. All right. Okay. Sounds all right. good. Okay, man. Anyway, thank you for listening to Swish Media Episode Two. This is. Uh, it's gonna be fun to be making more of these. That was that was really fun. First time actually making an like a a, a guested episode. So thanks to, for being with us, Brian. He's gone. Okay.